You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, and we're broadcasting live here from my parish. A beautiful day here in southern Minnesota. The sun is shining out, and we give thanks to God for this great day. Reminder, it's also the feast day of the presentation of the Virgin Mary when her parents, Anne and Joachim, presented her in the temple uh, as a child, preparing her to have the work of God accomplished within, within her and through her. Namely, to welcome the Savior and to present the Savior to the world, which he will do until the end of time. And we have another great guest on here with us this morning, Lavinia Spirito. Lavinia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Father. Glad to be here. Very good. And uh, Lavinia, can we begin? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and what your interests are. Yeah, sure. So I am speaking to you from the beautiful state of Kentucky where the the sun is shining. It's uh, about 22 degrees, and we are kind of complaining about it, although I understand that might be balmy by Minnesota terms. <laughs> we're about the same temperature right now. I think we're sunny in 28. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, so yeah, And uh, but God is good, and happy feast of presentation of Mary. Um, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in Italy, in Rome, um, basically in the shadow of the Vatican. That's the way I put it sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, from an Italian father and an American mother. I uh, uh, became affiliated with the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, or rather was baptized the Holy Spirit. I had an encounter with the Lord uh, when I was still in high school, when I was 17 or 18. And I resolved that I was going to, uh, you know, serve Him however I could. Um, at the time, I was exposed to various uh, people in the, the International Renewal, and one of them invited me to be a part of the Word of God community in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, um, you know, is also site of the University of Michigan, right? So yes. um, I applied uh, from Rome. Um, I went to a convent school, so I had to explain to the nuns what, you know, all about the American procedure and how to apply to colleges, because that was very foreign to them and to me, too. And uh, lo and behold, I was accepted, and I was part of the University of Michigan, graduated from there. But most importantly, I was part of this community called the Word of God, where basically I kind of... Uh, got formation and teaching, and, um, you know, I was discipled in a way as to really just keep uh, the gospel and the Lord front and center in my life. Um, I ended up going to uh, Kentucky to go to law school a long time ago, and um, with the plan that I was never going to, you know, I was going to go back to Italy and practice international law, but you know how it is, if you want God to laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> and uh, right. I ended up meeting my husband, who is a, um, uh, he's a surgeon for racehorses, equine surgeon. Oh. And so it's kind of a big deal around here because we have a lot of horses. I don't know if you know anything about that, but um, so I ended up, we ended up staying here and uh, we ended up having a family. I have a couple of daughters. And, um, but the idea of serving the Lord was always in my mind, you know, how should we do this? I was invited in the mid-90s to attend a quote-unquote uh, non-denominational Bible study. At the time, in the mid-90s, there was really nothing in the way of Catholic Bible study. So mm-hmm. I ended up attending this wonderful, just faith-filled, lovely non-denominational Bible study, and, um, and to which they kind of kept us pretty rigorous, right? You couldn't be late, you had to do your homework, you couldn't speak unless you had something written on your page. 
we sat through an hour wrap-up lecture. You know, there was it was good. It was making demands of us in our faith. Mm-hmm. Something that at the time, perhaps, in many places in the 90s, was not really happening in the Catholic Church. You know, there was a lot of dumbing down, a lot of, well, you know, you have a graduate degree, but you may not be able to understand the Scripture passage, so I'll just tell you what to think about it, you know, that kind of thing, which puts off, I think, a lot of thinking people. Yes. Um, and so I realized, lo and behold, that the largest group present in this so-called non-denominational study were Catholics. Right. About 60% were Catholics. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're telling me that Catholics are not going to do their homework, and yet these people are. They're telling me that Catholics are never going to be on time for church stuff, and yet here they are. They're telling me that Catholics are never going to sit through a wrap-up lecture, and yet here we are. So what's wrong with this picture? Um, as you might imagine, the non-denominational Bible study isn't going to necessarily give you the fullness of the faith. I mean, they're lacking some pretty big chunks of liturgical and sacramental understanding and all that stuff. So um, we felt a need, a couple of people and myself felt a need uh, in 1998, 1999, to form our own Bible study, because we knew that Catholics, if you gave them what they were looking for, they actually would come, mm-hmm. and they would be on time, and they would sit through an hour lecture and all that stuff. So. Um, we started with the, with the permission of our pastor and, you know, went through channels, everything, in 1999 at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Lexington, Kentucky, expecting two people to show up, maybe. We announced it in the bulletin, you know, for like, it was kind of a new thing back then. Right now, there's lots of Bible studies available, but back then, there wasn't really much. And lo and behold, 50 people showed up. Wow. And then the next year, 100 people showed up. And then the next year, 200 people showed up. And then, basically, we averaged between 200 and 300 people every Thursday morning, which is kind of the mothership. It's where we record all our studies. We've been doing this for about 22 years, therefore, and uh, we've covered most of the Bible. You can go to our website, cwbs.org, the initials of Catholic Way Bible Study, and you can see what we offer, but we pretty much work our way through through the Bible. So, uh, do I think that Bible study is important? Yes. (laughs) It's your life. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I kind of I practiced law for over 36 years and ended up basically retiring from the practice of law so that I could devote myself more to what I'm doing, which is teaching and speaking. I travel, I do conferences, retreats, priest retreats. I I am on staff at St. Minor's in Indiana uh, to teach deacon formation for 11 dioceses. Um, you know, I write and develop and give all the lectures for, you know, the studies for Catholic Bible. So anyway, I got a lot going on which is great, and the practice of law was kind of interfering with all that. So I decided that, you know, this is what I need to be doing. So uh, it's been amazing, the love for, you know, the Scripture is the Word of God, and it is the sword of the Spirit. You know, it is living and active, as it says in Hebrews 4. Uh, I'm just now finishing my lecture on Ephesians 6, and the culminating member in the array, in the panoply of armor given to the Christians is the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, that we need to understand it, listen to it, but then also proclaim it. And that what makes it, I think, according to Hebrews 4, a double-edged sword. It meets you right in the middle of your excuses, right in the middle of your justifications, <laughs> right in the middle of, I can do this, but I can't do that, you know, all that stuff. So we, I determined a long time ago that Scripture is really one of the best ways to evangelize people. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of people, you know, I think maybe the crisis in the Church today may be also determined by the fact that we have a lot of non-disciples. 
Um, We have a lot of non-disciples. We have people who think they're disciples, or maybe they don't even know what discipleship is. And I would propose that perhaps scripture study is one of the best ways to achieve that longest distance, which is the 18 inches between the head and the heart. You know, that to let the stuff that we know in our head drop into our heart. Yes. So it informs decisions, and especially informs the the possibility of love, uh, to love God above all, to love others for the love of God, and and to have that rightful ordering of love of self. Yeah, the, Lavinia, what you're describing, Lavinia, what you're describing is beautiful. Um, and then, can you go a little bit more into this regarding Scripture and and how Scripture is meant to be applied in our daily lives? Can you develop that just a little bit more? Well, you know, the four things that we have put, the four motivations or four mottos or our slogan or whatever you want to call it, on our website is evangelization, catechesis, formation, and discipleship. And those are all the four things that being in Bible study or studying the the way, studying the Bible, can do. Uh, It can evangelize us in terms of, you know, it can really reveal to us the message of the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit and open us up and, and melt hardened hearts and make us more open to the fact that there is good news, and how do we use this good news, and how, what does it mean to us? And then once we are evangelized, once we have a relationship with the Lord, it can catechize us. That means it can kind of break up, break out for us, uh, break open the truths of the faith. You know, a lot of, uh, of course, which of course are all based in Scripture, right? But then mm-hmm. once you know all this stuff, what do you do with it? Well, you need to be formed, right, into daily habits of of prayer and scripture reading and adoration and mass and all the, all the good things, and then eventually that turns you into a disciple, whereby you go out, you learn, you grow into sanctification, but then you go out in mission. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the way I see it. You grow in sanctification, you read the scriptures, you study, but then you apply it to your life, and inevitably that has something to do with an a, a, a outward explosion of grace and love and forgiveness and righteousness and, and all the good stuff so that we truly are salt and light to the world around us. Oh, Lavinia, that is beautiful. And if I might paraphrase that just a little bit, so for our listeners and, re- and who are hearing, just to rephrase a little bit. And that, so the first step, the evangelism, basically those who are seeking and perhaps they're suffering in one's life, there's an opening in one's heart to uh, that our Lord may get in and then for to elicit a response of faith. And then once the taste of the love of the Holy Spirit, the love of God gets into the soul and is, is uh, the soul is opened in that, then there's a desire to know more. And that's where the process of catechesis, to know God, And the more we know him, the more we love him. And then formation in one's life, because our Lord then wants to make us his instrument. And we, an instrument particularly, not just a vague instrument, but an instrument of love that we are Mm -hmm. most, most resemble him because God is love. And when our, we are who we're made for and what we're made for, that is, we're made for God, who is love. And we're made to receive his love and to love him back. We're being rightly formed in the moral life the intellectual life, the heart life, why we love mm-hmm. and our intentions and purposes and what we love, then we're ready to represent Jesus. We're ready to go out right. and effectively win souls in that same process. It's a beautiful thing, Lavinia, that you have going. And I, we're going to go to a break here now. And when we come right back, stay with us. We'll have more from Lavinia Spirito on the Catholic Way Bible Study. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
If you are interested in supporting the mission of Real Presence Radio during this season of giving, there are gifts to consider that offer great tax benefits. These end-of-year gifts could come in handy in a few months when your taxes are due. Join our friends and the spirit of Real Presence Radio during this year-end season of giving. This is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement. Please call me at 701-290-4503, and together we can continue to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus asks his disciples, Who do men say that the Son of Man is? They reply, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Then Jesus presses them, Who do you say that I am? The disciples try to dodge the question, responding with what other people are saying about Jesus. In our world today, does the same, calling Jesus a good teacher or a good man in the wrong place at the wrong time. Some even dismiss him as a myth or a legend. But the Lord is asking us for our answer. Who do you say that I am? Not what academia, entertainment, culture, or politics have to say. You. It is your choice and your Holy Spirit-inspired answer. What do you say? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace. Power. Purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. Thank you for staying with us. Um, I'm Father Randall Kazel, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. What a beautiful day in honor of our Blessed Mother and the, her presentation of the Temple. Uh, we have a wonderful guest with us, Lavinia Spirito. Thank you for being with us, Lavinia. Thank you, Father. And you're the founder of the Catholic Way Bible Study. And listeners, if you go and check this out, a wealth of information and possibilities for you, cwbs.org, cwbs.org. And Lavinia, can we pick up right there? Uh, yes. You And how were you prompted and what prompted you to found Catholic Way Bible Study? Well, like I was saying before, um, a, a number of us who ended up being in Catholic Way Bible Study were part of this large national, really non-denominational Bible study, and we loved it, but obviously we were not getting the full enchilada, as they say. We are getting the full truth. Right. Um, we got we got some wonderful truth, and I think that, um, you know, our wonderful uh, Protestant brothers and sisters do a whole lot more with a whole lot less than what we have. We have the yes. fullness of the faith, and sometimes we don't seem to to um, to bring it to bear as much as we should, right? Uh, so, yes. um we were prompted to, I was prompted to, my friend Judy and I were prompted to found the study because um, we, well, for a couple of reasons. One is the, the so-called non-denominational Bible study was actually not receptive to having uh, Catholic leaders, Catholic teachers. Uh, we were basically, all we could do was usher. 
was in that study. So there was an obvious sort of anti-Catholic bent, even though the, the leaders themselves in our area were wonderful and, and, and nurturing, and they gave us all kinds of advice. So it was time to exit right, but we wanted to exit right with the right study. And so we were looking around, and there, at the time there was nothing there, really. There was like maybe one study, but it was very basic, very elementary. It was kind of fill-in-the-blank sort of thing. And we and we knew that Catholics could be challenged by the Word of God, and that they could be that, that you know they could acknowledge that the study of the Scripture is actually an important thing that deserves their time, deserves their being on time, and deserves them even perhaps paying a certain fee to be in the study. You know, I mean, unfortunately, Catholics a lot of times want everything for free, yes. <laughs> and they want donuts <laughs> with it too. You know, and and they and they want great production values, but they don't want to pay. They don't want to be on time, and they want to do sort of. On and off. Now, that is kind of a gross overrepresentation. I, I, I have seen in the 22 years that we've been doing this, Catholics just be faithful, be just do everything that they're supposed to do and grow. It's just been so exciting. Another side note when I started this study, uh, it was on a Thursday morning. And so I just said, well, who's going to come on a Thursday morning? It, so we, we called it Catholic Women's Bible Study. Uh, but, but what happened was, uh, over that first year, the course of the first year, husbands and husband's friends and other men were creeping into the into the lecture hall at lecture time, turning chairs around, listening to the lecture, and then creeping out, sort of thing. So that basically they were, by creeping, I mean they were trying to be quiet and they were trying to get nobody to notice and sort of thing. But um, but in, in the end, we had such an, an attendance of men at the study that our bishop, who sits on our board, uh, finally told us, look, you're going to have to call this, you can't call this Catholic Women's Bible Study, you're going to have to call it something else. And so he named it, our our prior bishop, Ronald Gaynor, who is now in uh, Allentown, I think, um, is the one who named the study, because we had to keep our stationery and the website and all, you know, all the initials. So for practical reasons, and now it has grown from being a local study, we are in 42 states in the United States, and we are also international. Wow. So, and by saying that, I mean, I don't want to, you know, it's not really anything we've done other than answer the call of the Holy Spirit and try and be guided by the Spirit at every step so that we not only have, this is what a typical morning looks like. People gather, we have a, a, a song, we pray, we have praise and worship. Everybody goes to the groups and they go over the discussion questions that they received the, year, the, the week before. And then we come back and there's a wrap-up lecture, an hour wrap-up lecture. So that's the bones of the study. But in each group, there is fellowship, and there is discovery, and there are prayer intentions that are being prayed for, and there are close-knit relationships that are going, that are happening um, over a nine-month period, or however long, you know, people decide to make the study. Most of our studies are about 21, 22, 23, 24 lessons long, which means that that's 24 weeks, 23 weeks, whatever, usually a study week, a study year. Will accommodate that well, but we have studies that are also much shorter. We have presentations, etc. And um, and so, but what we do also is after Bible study, if anybody has need of prayer, we will we will meet that need. We will pray with them, pray with them for healing, pray with them for personal problems, pray with them for hope. You know, we try to offer uh, not just here's your material now you can go home, but it's more like here you're a part of our family, you're a part of our community. How can we help? How can we assist? We're breaking open God's Word because that is the best way to bring the Spirit of God to bear in any situation. Hmm. And, and so, you know, I've always said, 
if the best way to evangelize people would be for me to look silly and stand on my head every Thursday morning, I would do that. <laughs> but in fact, it's, you know, I don't want to have any dignity or anything. I just want to do what God wants me to do. But instead, it's just, it's been sort of word of mouth and just a, just an amazing experience. And what I've loved it is to see that we have uh, leaders who lead the discussion groups. We don't call them facilitators. We call them leaders because these people take responsibility for their participants' lives and, and to call them every week or have contact with them every week, ask them about their prayer intentions, ask them if they have any questions, and just come alongside and do life with them. And uh, we have we meet twice. So we have the big Bible study with all the participants, but then the day before, the leaders, the discussion leaders, meet together with the administrators and the staff and myself, etc., and we have an extended time of praise and worship, seeking the Lord, uh, seeking after God, seeing if God is saying us anything, and then we pray for our intentions, and then we go over the questions, and then we have administrative business. So that by the time the leaders arrive on Thursday morning, which is when we do our study and lead their groups, they have already interacted with the material a couple of times, and we'll do so one more time, and maybe one more time. So what I'm saying is um, we have created a community within a community of spirit-filled leaders who are seeking to to lead their people, you know, which is kind of an unusual thing in the Catholic world. In the Catholic world, people just want to come come there and press the button on the DVD and sit down and not really worry about anything else. But we're encouraging lay people to take responsibility, uh, to come alongside the participants, and to be there for them, uh, not not so much pastorally, but such so, sort of to accompany them through what their life is. And so uh, it's been a great breeding ground of community. We've had people who have joined our Bible study or even been part of the leadership who have gone on to, you know, uh, launch other ministries, work in other ministries, uh, do, you know, do kind of, it's not just about coming to Bible study. Once you come to Bible study, then what are you formed to do? What is God calling you to do? A lot of people have joined parish councils. A lot of people have gone on to found other ministries. A lot of people... So what I'm saying is, yes, come back and be formed uh, by the Word, but this is not the only thing there is. If you are being formed by the Word, what is the purpose, and what does God have for you uh, in your life outside of Bible study? Lavinia, that's beautiful. And just for our listeners, we, we have Lavinia Spiritu, who is the founder of Catholic Way Bible Study. If you're interested in seeing and going to check this out, I encourage you to do so. It's at cwbs.org cwbs.org and you'll find uh, all sorts of wonderful information, resources, a plan for Catholic Bible study for you personally and also for uh, your parish. So I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, Lavinia, I wonder if you can get into a few stories here and we have about uh, two minutes or so left in our time together this morning. Uh, What have you seen regarding people who get started on this process who perhaps are suffering or seeking our Lord and open to the Holy Spirit. How, what would you recommend, or what do you see? Well, what I can tell you is I am just blown away by the Holy Spirit, as always, because He's just there. Uh, I travel a lot, like I said, and I just I visit places where a Bible study's been going on for, you know, 20, 15, 10, 5 years, and I see the transformation in the communities. I see the look on people's faces when we break open the Word, and when the community that derives from breaking open the Word comes really becomes living, you know, becomes spirit-filled. It's just, I just come, came back from Colorado. We have a couple studies in there. Um, I came back from Fort Collins, and, and we had, like, a lot of people show up with spouses and friends and friends of the community 
to kind of be excited about breaking up one of the words with this method. I would also want to say this. Um, if you get our method, we come alongside you. We will give you all the information you need to set it up. We'll give you all the administrative information. And we don't give you a book. We give you all digital material so that a parish who buys a study can reuse it many, many times. You know, there's not the obsolescence of books or anything like that. And also, like in the poor areas of our diocese, for instance, in the mountains of eastern Kentucky, we have, like, parishes that share our study, you know. And so, like, one parish might acquire the study and then lend it to the other parish and lend it to the to the mission or whatever. So that it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's pretty user-friendly. We just say, if you get our study, all you have to do is add water because we have done everything for you. Plus, we're, we're available on email and on, you know. Uh, we're just available to, to and I also I'm available. People who run our study often will have questions for me, and they'll email me questions, and I'll answer it. And I just love to have the interaction with the groups abroad. So, what does the study do? It well, you know, like you would imagine. What you would imagine is the Holy Spirit is bringing to bear the Word of God in the life of individuals, and people are being healed. People are actually bringing themselves to forgive. There is family reconciliation. There is reconciliation in in jobs and businesses and friendships. Uh, because, of course, you know, if you know God and the power of the Holy Spirit, how can you possibly keep a grudge or be resentful or be bitter or not forget? You know, those are the, those are kind of where the pedal hits the middle. How can you gossip? How could you live critically of other people? You know, that kind of thing. How, how do I actually bring this to bear in my life? How is it going to contribute to me growing in holiness? But also, how am I going to help to, uh, you know, bring my loved ones, my children, all the people who I know who are off the reservation who may be out there in the world, uh, you know, drinking in the lies of the culture, how can we model uh, the coming of the kingdom of God in our lives? And this is a great way to do it. You know, I'm not saying it's the only way to do it, but I would say that studying the scriptures is like, you know, throwing a grenade in the middle of people's lives. It'll just blow you up if you let it. It's not a coincidence that the Hebrew word for spirit is wind or breath. Amen. Lavinia, this is a beautiful work, certainly inspired in the Holy Spirit. And do you have any final re thoughts or reflections? We have about 30 seconds left in our time together. It's been a blessed time to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, you visit our website, cwbs.org. We try to put free resources on the front page. I always have at least a couple of videos that are for free. We have a YouTube channel. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook, Catholic Way Bible Study. Join us. We're always trying to put free stuff out there. We have all kinds of products. We have Bible studies. We have mini Bible studies that are much shorter. We have presentations that don't have questions uh, that can just be listened to. You know, we just have, you know, we have a section on our website that says find the right study. So find the right study. We hope you choose to, to journey with us at least for a little while. Thank you, Lavinia. And our listeners out there again, that's cwbs.org. I encourage you to go check it out. And we have another great guest coming right back. Please stay with us after the break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 